Welcome to Life as a Freelance Writer, the content podcast, where I will show up weekly to share what I have learned as a writer, a freelancer, and a business owner. My purpose is to inform and educate, so I want to help you get the most out of yourself, whether you are a writer, an entrepreneur, or anything in between. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, gang. How are we all? Currently recording this on the weekend, and I haven't left my bed because it is so cold and it's raining outside. It's generally horrible. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where we're at. Um, I have had an amazing week. So much has happened. I've had so many amazing podcast interviews, which I will be distributing out to you all over the next coming weeks. I'm so excited. We're we're heading into a series of talking about all of the platforms. So coming up, I've got YouTube with Erin May Henry. I've got LinkedIn with Ruby Lee. I've set up some, um, other guests to come on the show. I've got Taylor Ray talking about funnels. Um, and then we're going to be talking about Pinterest, blogging. Uh, we're going to be talking about Instagram today, which I'll get into soon. Um, yeah, so, so excited. Heaps coming up. I also have my group program, which is the ultimate content creating group program. The waitlist is open. Um, we won't be kicking off until um, the end of September, but... Uh, I just wanted to open up the wait list because there was some people that were really keen on it. So I'm so excited about it. You can click the link below to join. It's pretty much going to be all the things content creating to help sell in your business, to help market yourself, to help create brand awareness. So we're going to be going through brand awareness, consideration, conversion, all of the things that you can do within your business uh, using content. So excited about it. I also, for all the freelancers out there that listen, have a program called Freelancer to Freedom. Very excited about it. Helping you gain clients on your own terms and live a more free lifestyle. So you can click the link below to check out the page for that. We'll be kicking off uh, at the start of September. So if you're keen, I'm not promoting it anywhere on, this is the only really platform I'm talking about it. Um, cause I know a lot of freelancers listen. So yeah, make sure you check that out. Very excited. Very, very excited. Okay. Let's get started with today's episode all about Instagram confidence, Instagram stories, social media. So I've got the amazing Lauren Claire on the show today. And Lauren is an ex-corporate girl turned travel blogger who has finally found her calling in the online space, coaching entrepreneurs on how to leverage social media, be more visible and have unbreakable confidence in themselves. Amazing. Lauren is incredible. She has so much insight to share around Instagram, Instagram stories and being confident in your ability to show up as much or as little as you want. We're always, always, uh, you know, advocating for doing what's right for you. But we know that content and Instagram, social media helps you generate um, the clients that you need for your business. So let's hear what Lauren had to say. All right. Thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on the show and talking to us today. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and your business? 
Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you today. So I am a social media and confidence coach, mainly for female entrepreneurs, but I am open to working with everybody that needs the help in this industry. And I kind of fell into it, to be honest. I have been pivoting for about three years, um, trying all sorts and trying to figure out where I belonged in this online space. Because I knew I knew I was supposed to be here. I knew that location, um, independence and freedom was something that's very high on my list. So I knew that the online space was for me. And so I'm one of those people that's very optimistic and was just trying everything. And yeah, I kind of fell into coaching and I finally found my feet. Um, I kind of came from a copywriting and creative writing background. Um, before that I was in corporate, um, but that's a long story. Let's not get into that. Um, And yeah, so I found myself coaching people and it was something that I wasn't even aware of. I didn't even know what coaching was at the time, but I was doing it anyway. Um, And so I realized that I didn't want to be the face behind somebody else's business when I was a virtual assistant. And I actually wanted to be the face of my own business. So yeah, I started my coaching business at the beginning of 2020 and I haven't looked back since. That's amazing. What a journey. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, are constantly like testing and trialing. And and I think that's like a massive trait of being an entrepreneur is, you know, being able to pivot and shift and find what you want. Absolutely. Because you never know what you want to do. You always just know that that there's that one driver for you. Like for me, it was location independence. Maybe it's financial freedom. You all have that driver, but you have no idea what's going to fit well with you, what's going to sit, what you're good at. So I think it is important, especially in the beginning, is to just try a bit of everything and see what sits well with you. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. What an awesome story. So let's chat Instagram and and content creating, um, especially on Instagram. So what do you think the key things are for people uh, or entrepreneurs, what they need to think about uh, when they're actually starting an Instagram, they want to build an audience? What are some of the things that you've picked up along, along your journey? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, content is everything nowadays, especially when we're talking about Instagram. I think the most important thing to really nail down on in the beginning is your niche and really understanding who it is that you're talking to, who is your ideal customer, because without that, sure, you can create great content and you can create content that's going to resonate with people. But if you aren't speaking directly to that one person, your content is kind of going to slip through the cracks and it's going to be all over the place and you're probably going to be almost panicking about what to post next or what piece of content you need to bring out. And so I think by understanding who your audience is first, that way you can start to pinpoint their struggles, their pain points and their emotional triggers so that you can then start to create content based around that. Because likes and comments are great, but content that converts is the key to this um, Instagram game. Absolutely. I love what you just said. That is just so true. And, you know, it's that vanity metrics. We, we get so caught up in that, but when yeah. we're seeing, you know, like you could have 10 comment, uh, 10 likes on your post, and then you look at the back end and you've had all of this traffic to your website, you had inquiries, you've had DMS and they're the things that we, we sort of forget about when we've got all this, our content's gone viral as such, if we've got heaps of likes, but really our business isn't profitable on social media. So that is really important. Thank you for sharing that. So, um, we know, like, I think you're incredible at Instagram stories. I love, you know, watching what you do. It looks so, so nice. They're so aesthetically pleasing. So what is the key to making successful and engaging Instagram stories? 
Oh, thank you so much. I love that you've said that. And it's funny that you've said that because almost eight months ago, I was never showing up in stories the way that I am now. And I was never kind of, I never knew what to post. And I was very afraid of being judged by people that I knew because I had my friends in my audience. And yeah, it was definitely a massive roadblock. But I think in the beginning, trying different things and it it goes with everything like your audience is different to my audience and but I truly believe that the more that you let your personality shine through in your stories the more that you're going to be able to create that know like and trust with your audience and build connections and relationships off the back of it now I've heard people in the past say oh you shouldn't post like random personal things about yourself like keep it all business and I'm sorry but I think that is so wrong Uh, The most engagement that I get from my stories are the ones where I'm being an idiot or being stupid or showing behind the scenes of my life, as well as the business aspects of things. And I think if you're trying to build an engaged community online so that you can eventually sell to them and build your business around it, they need to get to know you just as much as your business. So I think having that well-balanced stories Um, around your personal life, around your business is really, really important. So I would think about if you are using it for business right now and you're only using it for business, try and think of ways that you can start to incorporate bits of your own life. Because yes, people go online to learn, but they also are nosy. Like you'll know this, people are just so nosy. They want to know like all the nitty gritty details of your life. So let them in on that, show them behind the scenes and take them on that journey of what it is that you the person are up to versus you the business yeah yeah that is so true isn't it so funny I get like I, I, I bought this paint by numbers the other <laughs> and when I got it it was horrible They're like I'm never going to be able to finish this paint by numbers and I put it on my Instagram stories and I've been updating and I'm getting so many comments like people like show us what you're yeah. up next and it's just it's so funny how you know, we have this engagement, like I posted a really good looking avocado today and I've got so much, <laughs> so much love from this really nice looking avocado. And I think, yeah. you know, when, when we're looking to buy, we buy off emotion as well. So if we have an emotional connection to that person because they love avo or they're struggling with the paint by numbers, I think, you yeah. know, it's, it's so important that you've said that. And I think, you know, when it comes down to the confidence of showing up, I, I love that you said that. And I'd like to dive into that a little bit more how did you gain the confidence to show up on your stories and, you know, to show your face and, and share your value, but also share your life? Cause people are pretty daunted by that. I, I sort of feel the same. Um, even though I started my Instagram from scratch, I still have people that I've lived with that I'm friends mm-hmm. with. Like, like well, what are they? Like my brother, for example, <laughs> he'll watch a story and he'd be like, why did you post that? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know sort of how you overcame that confidence. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, confidence is one of the biggest things and it's always going to stop you, but it's always going to stop you in other areas as well. So the way that I got over it was I just had a word with myself. It sounds simple and it's probably not the answer everybody wants to hear, but I genuinely did just have a word with myself. And so I'd actually just started working with a coach and her stories were very inspirational to me. And it was like, I want to be doing what she is doing. And she was always go, 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 like always showing up there daily, giving tips, being funny. And I was like, I want to do that. And so I, I started small. I have to admit, you, you start where you feel comfortable. And so if you feel comfortable posting a picture of yourself with some words, start with that. 
then maybe try doing a video where your face isn't in the camera and you're just kind of recording your space or something that's happening in your life. Uh, that's just going to help you build that confidence. But truth be told, it's going to be practice. And when I say practice, I do mean posting. So don't just record and then look at it and think, oh no, I can't post that because somebody's going to judge me or that's not good enough. I want you to get into the habit of being uncomfortable and being imperfect as well. Um, I used to be that person who, when I stuttered or I mumbled my words, I would delete that whole video and I would start again. Now, I do not have time for that. I do not have time to re kind of structure a video that I maybe like mess up a word. Now I just embrace it and I probably tell people in the video, like, hey, here comes a blooper. I'm about to mess up my words. Um, I think the, the more that you get used to doing that, and again, people are going to resonate with that in your audience more so than a perfectly curated um, video where you're just talking brilliantly and there's no mess ups. I think people really resonate with the small things because you become relatable to them. And so it's almost about being or having the courage first before the confidence comes. So the more courageous you are in the things that you do, the more the confidence is going to come. And then eventually it's just going to become second nature to you and it's going to become part of your daily um, habits and routines. Yeah, that's so true. And, and it's funny how you, you build up that muscle of, you know, getting good at talking on camera and so when you do stuff up you don't think anything of it you just keep you just keep going because yeah you know it might be a minute story on instagram but if you have to record that like four times <laughs> yeah know, that's four minutes and then by the time you caption it you know like it's it's just we don't have time you're right we do not have time to pick up on every little detail that we have in our videos so i think you know sometimes it's just that um learn by doing and just throwing yourself in the deep end and just getting it done because at the end of the day you it, it's funny how you post something and you and when you hit send and you like throw your phone because you're like oh i don't know that, i don't know how people are going to go with that one but they're the, they're the posts that actually make a difference so thank you for sharing yeah. your journey with that and when when we go into like instagram stories and you know if someone's looking to start you know showing up more on instagram stories how, how is this um, different from their Instagram feed? What, what sort of things um, would you post in stories that you might not post in the feed and vice versa? Like, do you have like a strategy on, on how you show up on your feed versus your stories? I'd just like to, you know, um, sort of go into detail on, on how you sort of structure that Instagram. Because to me, I feel like Instagram stories and the feed are almost two separate pl platforms in a way because yeah. they're addressing, you know, different issues. So I'd love to know, you know, your thoughts around this. Yeah, absolutely. I try to keep my feed posts very educational, inspirational, um, and empowering. They're the kind of three E's that I use for my feed posts. When it comes to stories, I like to bring in that little bit of entertainment aspect, which is me, like I said, being a goofball, doing my own thing, getting into like whatever it is that I'm doing in that day. I'd like to tell you I have an amazing story strategy for how I show up every single day, but I'll be completely honest with you, I don't. I have kind of guidelines of what it is that I need to be talking about each day, or especially if I'm going through a launch, I'll have things mapped out. But truth be told, I do kind of skew off of that strategy sometimes. And if I feel like posting something, I will. Um, and it did come a point where sometimes I would take a picture, caption it, and then ask myself, okay, what, what value does this give my audience? Sometimes it was absolutely nothing, but it was 
it was an aspect into my life. So I would still post it. So that's something I would say, always ask yourself. Um, and, but getting into the habit still of like taking pictures or taking videos in the moment of what you're doing. But once you've done it, look at it and watch it and ask yourself, okay, what value does this give to my audience or what personal kind of touches does this tell them about me? It's really about stories is always going to be 50, 50, I think business 50% and um, personal as well. So don't be afraid to let that shine through. Um, I try to keep my personal things away from my feed unless it is like a success story or my personal story um, to build that connection with my audience as well. But yeah, I think it's kind of a free for all in stories. Obviously, don't just come on and post about your food all day if you're a business coach, because that makes no sense. Um, but if you're a nutritionist, then by all means, post your food and talk about it. Like it's about finding that balance and finding what works with you. And again, going through your insights and seeing, okay, what is engaging my audience the most? And I think the best way to start as well is, especially if you're perhaps in a business um, role on Instagram, is post more about your personal life to begin with, because that's more engaging to people that are interested in it. And it's going to create that habit for them to start engaging and start interacting with your stories when you do eventually start posting about your business. So that's my little pro tip for like beginners in this Instagram um, space. Yeah, I love that tip. That's amazing. Cause it's almost like, you know, it's the same with uh, email marketing, you know, when you, you have the good subject lines, you, people get into habit of opening it same as your Instagram stories. I love that tip. And yeah. it's funny how you say, you know, you, you skew away from your sort of structure of stories. Cause I, I just feel like, you know, with the feed, you've got, this is what I'm posting this day and you, and you post it in, but then I feel the same. Like I have like a guide of what I'm going to post that day, but it could go anywhere. And most of the yeah. time, like, some I've missed and I'm like, I'll just do that tomorrow. And, you know, it, it's sort of one of those platforms. It's so inflowing in the moment that you just post what you have any, like what brings you energy because when you have the energy, it, like your audience can see it because it's like essentially live content from you. So yeah. I, I love that, you know, that's sort of how you structure your, your strategy around stories because I think stories is just such a free-for-all platform that, you know, you can have the... Um, the goal to sort of post every day but you mm -hmm. might just you know go completely skew so I love that that that's really cool yeah I think as well stories are relatively new like if you think about a couple of years ago this is a whole new like you said it's like a whole new platform within a platform and anything that we've ever been exposed to video wise prior to stories has been YouTube which are perfectly polished videos or movies or trailers or perfectly created ads and so it's kind of trying to move away from that. It doesn't need to be this perfectly thought out video um, or like vlog every single day of your life. It's just a, in the moment, giving value, entertaining. Um, so that's kind of the things to think about is kind of step away from that, that perfect look. And yeah, just it's like your own little mini vlog, your own little mini video every single day to share with people. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a really good way of looking at it as well. And, and that's how people, you know, really get an insight into what it's like to work with you, what it's like to, you know, be your friend or be in your network. So I love yeah. that. Um, so do you have any tips, I guess, for being consistent on Instagram stories? Is there anything that you've done to implement to sort of hold that consistency? Like I know when I first started, I was very consistent on my feed and everything, but for stories, I would get to midday and be like, oh, I haven't posted anything. Like, you know, what am I going to post? And that's when I sort of formed that strategy. But is there anything that you do to sort of hold yourself accountable to 
show up on stories and be a little bit more consistent. Yeah. Okay. You're going to laugh at this. I tell everyone this and they absolutely love it. I'd actually don't need to use it anymore and I need to switch it off, but I have a Fitbit and I wear it consistently. And you know, you can set those silent alarms on your watch. Yeah. So I set silent alarms. I think they start at half past seven in the morning and they finish at half past nine at night. And I'm not even kidding you that every two to three hours, my, my wrist will vibrate. And that was, that was my prompt to say, get on stories. And so I think I did that for about a month or maybe two just to hold me accountable because I didn't want my phone going off and like buzzing loads where I loved that you could have a little silent alarm on my wrist. So that is actually my tip for being consistent. I did have a prompt there. Um, So if there's any way that you can like set an alarm or something to hold you accountable like that, I would highly recommend doing it because like I said, now I don't even need it. Now stories is my life. It's part of my daily routine. It's part of my business. It's something that I say, I know I need to do. You don't have to show up in stories every day if you don't want to. Um, but it is part of my, like my business habits. And so I don't actually need that anymore. So I should probably switch them off. (laughs) I love that so much. It's so, I love the accountability that is just incredible (laughs) because then you're like, Oh, got to jump on. No, that's amazing. I love that so much. And and also you can like, everyone needs to go and download your, um, your story guide because I've used it. So we'll make sure we get the link from you to pop in the show notes because that's just, you know, people can say, yep, I've got a post, but what am I going to post? And your guide to Instagram stories is really, really incredible. If anyone is wanting to start structuring out at least a plan on what their stories will look like, it's a really, really good start and a really good way to just get into that habit. Because I think once you know what you want to do, it's it's all right. Just getting to that point that, you know, can be quite a challenge. So I know your, your guide was really helpful for me. So, um, thank you. get that link from me. So, um, when you're creating your stories and you're making them look all nice and, you know, you're sort of making them, yeah, just that little bit more aesthetically pleasing. Do you have any tools or or hacks that you use that you could share with everyone around, you know, creating your Instagram stories? Yeah. So I'll admit in the beginning, I was one of those people that was like, I need all the apps. I need all of the gadgets. I need all of the things to make my stories beautiful and aesthetically pleasing for people and oh my god my Fitbit's going off right now (laughs) for my my story just turned it off (laughs) I love that that came on um so yeah what was I saying aesthetically pleasing yeah I thought I needed all of these like cool kind of like apps and things but truth is and I know with the Instagram updates right now there's so many different um uses I'm still trying to get used to those fonts I don't know how I feel about them (laughs) But honestly, how I started getting a little bit more creative with mine is I actually, this is my like cheat sheet. I went on Pinterest and I was finding all of these amazing, like um, they also did little tutorials as well, but people would just screenshot their pictures and it was the way that they were using the pen tool or how they were using the different fonts and how they were layering things up. And so I just went on there and kind of saved a little private board Um, and I just refer back to it every now and then now, obviously, because I'm posting the same types of, um, text all the time and things like that. Again, it becomes a habit, but that is where I went to for a little bit inspiration. So if you are looking to make them a little bit more jazzy, a little bit more fun, um, to look at and on brand as well, always keeping your brand colors in there is really important, but yeah, just check out, um, Pinterest. I think Pinterest is amazing to help you find 
um, inspiration uh, for your story. So yeah, that's my little cheat sheet. <laughs> I love that. That is, yeah, that's awesome. And I think it's really important too. Like I sort of noticed, you know, not that long ago, I'm like, I need to put more of my colors in here because like, I mean, I use white and black, which is in my colors anyway, but it makes sense to make them look consistent. So when people are watching your story, they know it's sort of you and your brand. But I yeah. think, you know, there's so much really good features within Instagram now anyway, you know, they're always improving it. I have embraced one of the new fonts. I will admit yeah. I have, I have gotten on board with that, but also because I felt like one of the fonts kept changing on me, like the way it would bolt, like highlight the text. And I just, mm. every time I used it, I felt like it was different. So I'm like, I'm glad there's a new one now and I'm just sticking to that. But um, it can be a battle, can't it? Trying to pick, you know, your, know. your stories. Um, I'd finally just gotten like the fonts that I wanted to use. I'd finally like figured out like, okay, these are the colors I'm going to use because I can't be bothered to like try and find my exact brand colors every time I do something. So I was like, I'm just going to use hot pink and baby pink and I'm pink anyway. So that'll do. And then they brought out all these crazy fonts and I'm like, oh my God, my feng shui is like all over the place. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. I can't post. <laughs> I noticed you're really good at the pen tool though. You're really good at drawing. I have oh. seen a few of yours that look really nice. I, for me, I'm not very artistic, so I'm trying, but even the numbers, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm looking, trying to find it on my desk now, but I can't see it. I have a pen. I have like an actual eye pen that yes. you draw on with. So that is my cheat sheet for that. Um, I don't always use my finger um, and I carry my pen around with me because I know that I'm going to get such a better like line or precision or something with it. So yeah, that <laughs> that's not me just being really um, talented. I'm actually using a pen on that. Yeah, but whatever, you know, you've got to get those hacks on there. That's so good. I didn't even think. Yeah. I actually, I had a stylus and I was, I could have just used it. I think I broke, I think I put a hole in it. And then when you put a hole in them, they're useless. So, but that that's really cool. That actually would help me a lot because I just, I'm not very good at drawing. And I think that would help a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So I guess when it comes to, you know, using Instagram as a whole and, you know, um, using it to get the most out of your business. What are some of the things that you've um, picked up along the way or, you know, tips or tricks you could share with anyone using Instagram at the moment? Um, Cause obviously it's like the most popular channel to use mm -hmm. for business. What sort of some of the things that you've um, picked up along the way that could help someone either who's using it in their business all the time, but aren't really getting a lot of engagement or, you know, not really sure if, if it's right for them um, or someone that's just starting out that, that really wants to try and well, that's stressed that it's a saturated platform, but also wants to use it for their business. Yeah. I hear this all the time that it's like, oh, it's very saturated and what I'm doing is very saturated. And so it's very hard to be fine. But I think that is probably the number one thing that is going to be standing in their way and that's their mindset. And so I think the more you think of it as a, as an asset to your business, rather than trying to think of it like technology or some sort of tool, I think the more it's going to be easier for you um, to, 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 ugh, to excel on the platform. I think don't overthink it. I think so much is, is overthought in the app and you're always looking for the next best strategy or that DM script that you can download or something to help you get ahead of the game. But the truth is you are what's going to help you get ahead of the game. The more you just show up for yourself, for your business, 
understand your audience and create what it is that they want versus what it is you think that you should be posting, that's really going to help. And as well, try to mute what is going on in your audience. So if you're following a lot of people and you're kind of in that little analysis paralysis or comparison zone, try and stay clear of that. Try and get out of it. Don't worry that Sarah has just brought out a new program or Sarah's content is doing X, Y, and Z. Worry about how you can start showing up and serving your audience and growing your audience. And I think the key to that is engagement and relationships. Um, I think more time needs to be put into that aspect of it versus the, the content creation. Um, I, I, I mean, I think content is quite easy to create when you're in the flow of it. Um, however, spending time and engaging, getting into that zone can be a little bit harder. That's just my personal preference. But I think, yeah, creating that content, speaking to the people who are already in your community and speaking to those people that are newly joining your community to really find out what it is that they're struggling with, what it is that they need help with, um, just so that you know what to put into all of your content and how you can be showing up. But I can guarantee if you just start showing up as yourself for your audience and not worrying about what anyone thinks or anyone judging you um, or anybody else in your audience, that is what's going to be the key to your success. And that's what's going to really accelerate your business on Instagram is just be you because it's, it's done that for me. The more I just started showing up in my stories uh, and being myself and talking about personal things and being goofy and making mistakes um, and giving people kind of questions to reflect on as well. Like when I'm having a bad day, okay, here's what you can do. If you're feeling like this, it's really going to help you be seen as an authority. Um, and that's the key to Instagram success is just be unique, be yourself and always be showing up as the authority in your space. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's just amazing because it's true. We all are guilty of looking at what other people are doing, trying to get hack the algorithm. I've heard that yeah. a lot, hack the algorithm. Um, when, what time, I, I love this question. What time do I post? I think mm. I'm told I have to post at seven o'clock every night. And if I post twice a day, then that's not good. And it's just like, oh my gosh, it's just like, yeah. okay, let's, let's, let's think about this for a second. And it's like, Yes, we can look at the insights and that will tell you when your audience is online. But if you can't show up at that time, that's also okay. You know, if mm -hmm. you are cons like being consistent in terms of showing up in general, your audience will be looking for it. So I love that you've said that. I think a lot of us get really overwhelmed with the outcome of Instagram where we forget that the objective is to get them on our website, to get them in our DMs, to have that conversation, to build that connection. So I, I love that you've said that and, and, you know, sending that voice message or sending that message to a new follower, like that is so powerful rather than jumping on a story or creating a piece of content for your feed. It's building those connections that, you know, yeah. make such a difference. And um, I'll be completely honest with you. I've not really been on my stories for the month of August. I can't remember the last time I posted. However, I have been in the DMs and I have been engaging and my followers have grown and my connections are continuously building. And so it just goes to show that, yeah, you don't have to, yes, consistency is key, but if you're just not feeling it, focus on one aspect of the app rather than trying to throw yourself into all of it um, is really, really crucial. So yeah, if you're having a bad day or you feel like you can't be consistent everywhere, just focus on one bit. Uh, and then build from that. I think that's really important. Yeah, I love that. And it's so interesting, isn't it? I, I, I've been the same. There's been days where I like, 
I, I haven't really shown up on stories. Like I've just posted my, you know, my post to my feed that I already had planned. And then I'm like, I feel like I wasn't really on today, but then, you know, in the background I'm on DMs and I've got heaps of messages. I'm chatting back with people. I've had activity on my website and it's just like, it's not always about that. It's, you know, yeah. it's about that connection that you build with your audience. So I love that so much. Um, before we wrap up, I really want to know um, what your thoughts are on where Instagram will head in the future. You know, we've got reels now, which you've said you don't have access to. Which I know. <laughs> I'm so sad about that. Um, when you get on it, it'll be amazing and you'll, you'll create <laughs> cool stuff. Um, but where do you see it heading? Like, I know you've been talking about connections, so I'm sure that's sort of in your answer, but I'm just keen to know where you think Instagram's headed. I know, because obviously people are thinking, oh, it's saturated. Do I jump on? What do I do? Uh, what are your thoughts on, on where the app's going to go or where the platform is going to go and how, how business is going to grow from that? Yeah, I mean, I think... Instagram is really, like you said, it's, it's a real popular platform at the minute. And if you think about it's cause it's been incorporating all these different things that other platforms did for us. And so now Instagram is the go-to place for all of these things. Whereas prior to that, it was, we had Facebook for this and Snapchat for like the story aspect. Now you've got reels. Watch out when I get them, by the way, because <laughs> I can't wait for them. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's going to be evolving. It's a, that's a hard question, but I, I can't see myself moving away from the app anytime soon. Um, and I don't think I've ever said that about a social media platform, even when I wasn't using it for business and I was just um, using it for personal reasons. I always thought, okay, there's going to be something else coming. There's going to be that new app that's coming. But I think it's taken Instagram a while to really get that social aspect of it because we all know what it was like back in the day. It was just the pretty pictures and um, the emoji captions with nothing really there to say. And it was just a visual platform. But now that it has been taken over um, and they're bringing out all these features, it is about building a community and building connections, like you've said, and, and I said earlier, but I think it's finally found its groove. It's found what it's looking for, um, especially with all the whole algorithm change and things like that. But I, I don't see it evolving much more than it already is. I think it's taken its time over the few, the past few years to really figure out, okay, what does its users want? Um, and what can we start implementing to, to be creating that? And I think it's getting to a point now where yeah, we're, we're basically there. Um, and I know obviously things will change and things will be tweaked, but I think if you aren't, if you are on the app and you aren't focusing on connections or relationships, you're doing it all wrong. Um, if you're just jumping on and, and posting a really nice picture, um, in the hope that it's going to gain you the clients that you want or the, the business that you want, it's the wrong way to look at it. I think you need to be taking more time to, yeah, be building those relationships and, like I said, using it as it should be. It's a social media platform. So make it social, um, have those con um, conversations, have those connections, build those relationships, get chatting to those people, because that is the number one way that you are going to be signing clients and have a successful business behind you on the app. Yes. I love that. Thank you so much. That's yeah, that summed it up perfectly. I think, you know, you're right. It's a social media app. And it's funny, my friend, um, she's like, oh, I want to show you this page. It's like the the girl guide to uh, becoming Instagram worthy or something, you know. So I clicked mm -hmm. on it and 
facepalm big time. It was all like photos of the Kardashians with captions with emojis and no value, no nothing. And I just said to her, don't show me this ever again, please. This is actually infuriating. I was like, this is not what like we as business owners and entrepreneurs work so hard to add value, you know, create content that's going to spark inspiration. Like you said before, entertainment. I'm like, I don't want to see, if I wanted to see Kim Kardashian on my feed, I'd follow Kim Kardashian. Like this to me is not the girl's guide to, it was just all, you know, like, yeah, really pretty pictures. And I'm like, that's how Instagram was. Instagram now is just so different and it's taken a turn for like, you know, the better. Um, Mm -hmm. and you're right. It it is about creating those connections and then creating the content that will spark the conversation to build the connection. So I I love how you summed that up. So to wrap up, how can people find you obviously on Instagram, Um, (laughs) (laughs) make sure you plug your handles and, and tell everyone how they can connect with you. Yeah. So you can find me daily on Instagram at the Lauren Claire, or you can find out more about me and my business on my website, which is the Lauren Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm focused mainly on Instagram. It's my number one platform. I absolutely love it. Um, as do you. And so, yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, most days. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us and sharing your, your wisdom. I think everyone's now looking at Instagram a little bit differently now. So thank you so much for that. You're absolutely welcome. And thank you so much for having me. How amazing was Lauren? I loved chatting with her and we could have chatted for hours and hours and hours, but really the key takeaways from this is sort of getting your groove on Instagram isn't about, you know, the competition. It isn't about, you know, um, trying to get the content out there as fast as possible. You know, it's all about being social. It is a social media platform. And I think that was the key takeaway from what Lauren had to say was it is a social platform. So you need to be social on it. You need to connect with your audience, message them, have conversations in the DMs. You might not be on on your Instagram feed or, you know, on your storage for a couple of days, but you might be engaging with people that are so aligned to you in your Instagram DMs. So that was like a key takeaway that I I got out of that. Um, And also just practicing and practicing and practicing and seeing what your audience likes, looking at the, you know, the insights and seeing what your audience is connecting to and then creating content based on that. I think that is so important. Uh, when you are creating content, it it does come down to what you feel really aligned doing and what your audience really aligns with. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. But always, before I go, be a content queen or king. And remember, developing your content develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your freelancer, business and writing friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging me at contentqueen underscore Mariah or by simply telling them about it. If you would like to rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, it'll go a long way in helping this podcast get out there so I can share my message. Follow me on Instagram or connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about in the future. I love hearing from you guys. Other than that, have the most incredible week and I will talk to you very soon.